Agnes Girardi. That's it? You're just gonna let Agnes here hitch a ride on your top secret mission? Dr. Jurati is the Earth's leading expert on synthetic life. Didn't even ask me to run any kind of security check, not even the most basic. Why do you want to go to Free Cloud? I'm under no obligation to tell that to any of you. And once we get there, you're on your own. Who are you, lady? Can we go already? Yes, fine. Engage. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we continue our coverage of Star Trek Picard, where we finally get to see Picard go into space. It's season one, episode three, The End is the Beginning. But first, he is the EMH to my ENH. It's James. How are you doing, James? Uh, I, which one am I? Am I the EMH or the ENH? You're the EMH. I'm the EMH. Okay, I'm all right with that. Can I medically diagnose Rob as a tool then? <laughs> You're the EMH. It's up to you. Done and done. Where's my mobile emitter? And speaking of Rob, he is the egotistical captain that modeled his ship's holograms after himself. It's Rob. <laughs> he is sadist. I am sadist. <laughs> no. And I am sexy Rob today. You are sounding sexy. Yes, welcome to late night. How many packs of cigarettes did you smoke last night? <laughs> Are you channeling wait, Marge Shot? Are you doing a, a seance right now and like wait, channeling Marge Shot? Wait a minute. Why do you think I stopped at PAX? More importantly, it'd be like cartons. Oh my God. <laughs> are you going through puberty? Not only are you. It sound my like balls dropped today. Yeah. Like but your voice is cracking and everything. Holy oh, shit. It's, it's terrible. It's going to be one of them shows. All right. Well, just don't hack into the mic, please. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What did you gag deep throat it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, my ears itch, my throat itches. It's going to be one of them. Your Does your balls face hurt? Itch? No, my balls don't itch. My face doesn't hurt. I think Are I you got sure? Because it's killing me. Ah, you don't have the <laughs> oh. coronavirus. God damn it. You don't know. You I don't do know. know. Have you this been to the fucking Wanchu vi- uh, fucking po- province in China? No, but you have, and I saw you last night. I don't know what any of that means. Where did you <laughs> see me? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I hope you don't die, Rob. Don't die. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got you. any news this week, Rob? I do. Uh, let's see. Where do I want to start? Uh, let's start with some Falcon and the Winter Soldier, some WandaVision, and a little bit of Baby Yoda news. How does that sound? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So, Falcon, it's coming out in August. Woohoo! Okay, good, Whoa. because Disney Plus needs something. I haven't touched yes, it in like a do. month. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've turned it on since The Mandalorian ended. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, Baby Yoda is coming back, uh, I believe, October. Yes, yes, I yes, did read yes. that. They're they're bumping it up a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. So we got them in October. And then after that, we got WandaVision in December. Oh. 
So, Elizabeth Olsen. You know what's and not then, on the radar anytime soon? Uh, Loki 2021. And Kenobi. Who knows? I don't care uh, about it. Give me Elizabeth Olsen. Give me WandaVision. Yeah, I'm looking Wait. forward to WandaVision. It does look quite enticing. Do you mean she looks quite enticing or just the show in general looks quite enticing? Little, I column, a, little column B. <laughs> a lot from <laughs> column C. What is, what's in what's column, column C? C? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? That's for the special club. I'm going to guess antibiotics <laughs> in a fucking pack of uh, uh, Camel Unfiltered there, Marge. <laughs> Something like that. A coupon to a free session at the shot clinic. Yeah, yeah. Shot will clear this right up. Wow. That's okay. What else you got? I was going to make a weird joke about gonorrhea of the throat, but I decided not to. You're welcome, yeah. audience. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, the people that the people at Paramount, man, that's a lot of peas. Paramount, oh my God. Holy anyway, Jesus. G.I. Joe wow. released a. <laughs> his gonorrhea has gone to his tongue. Oh, God. <laughs> It's swelling. Piper, Quick, a pick, a get him some pepper. penicillin if he can pronounce Something. it. God. I hope you got that pop filter set up because there's a lot in there. <laughs> um, uh, G.I. Joe uh, released a uh, picture of Snake Eyes. Uh, first look at Snake Eyes. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What's going on with that? Are uh, they releasing yeah, a new G.I. Joe? Uh, yeah, apparently they're releasing a new, new G.I. Joe called Snake Eyes. Is 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 uh, John Cena in it? Uh, I don't know. Wasn't John no. Cena in the last GI Joe? No, no, that was no, that, that was, was the Rock. Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, what, the Rock. it was the Rock. He was, was in. He was in one. Was, uh, what was what uh, was he in? He where he was a general or some kind of lieutenant or some kind of bullshit. Wasn't Magic the Marine? Mike. Magic wasn't Magic Mike? Mike. John Cena wasn't in Magic Mike. Oh, John stop projecting. Cena? Oh no, he was in Transformers. There you go. That's it. See, I always yeah, yeah, Transformers, yeah. G.I. Joe, you know, bullshit movies based on my childhood. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, Snake Eyes is uh, going to star uh, Henry Golding. Uh, he was in Crazy Rich Asian, Asians. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So is this, a, is this a continuation of the first two G.I. Joe movies? or No, I think they're rebooting the whole thing. Good God. What oh, is it with fucking it? rebooting everything? Wait, Jesus. wait, wait. They're going to reboot this with fucking Snake Eyes? They're not going to... Well, okay, I don't, know if, I don't know if they're rebooting it completely, but it's I don't know if they are saying, hey, we're going to uh, ignore what happened before. So, well, that would that, I mean, we, be a reboot. No. Yeah, I mean, if they're just doing something totally different from what they had, they're not continuing the continuity. No, 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 we're not going to do what we did before. No, no, we're not. We're going to ignore all of that. We're going to bring in all this new stuff. That's a reboot, Rob. Okay, fine, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What else you got? Uh, Good news, Voyager 2 came back to life, uh, and it's moving on along. Oh, good. Yeah. Wait, who brought it back to life, NASA or the Borg? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, and, no, it's the first the Voyager last... that, that the Borg brought back. Yeah. Are yeah. we and sure? Because apparently I think Picard's retcon in all of this. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. And my last uh, piece of news is uh, episode three of Picard came out. You guys should check it out. 
Jesus oh, Christ, man. every week. I keep forgetting to watch that show. It's been out for you a while guys, now. You guys should like put a reminder in your phone or something like that to, to go watch it I don't it care Thursdays how sick you are. On I am CBS not, All Access. I'm not feeding into this weird delusion thing that you've got going on that nobody, <laughs> I'm just not doing it. What? No. What are you talking about? Exactly. Huh? <laughs> how about a pod crawl? Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Inserted deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. 14 years before present events, Mars is burning thanks to an android who had taken enough shit from his taskmasters he finally snapped. Or he was hacked like an Alexa in a kid's room, one or the other. Picard has made his plea to the Federation to continue aiding the Romulan evacuation with a new and improved plan that doesn't include all the ships they were building specifically for the job. The Federation came back with, nah, we want to binge watch The Mandalorian instead, so Jean-Luc gives them an ultimatum. (laughs) Me or Baby Yoda. With the Federation taking the obvious choice, JL is out of a job. His assistant, Rafi, isn't too pleased to hear he's retiring to his chateau to farm grapes, which is odd considering her love of guzzling wine. Snap back to the present, Raffi is talking it up and downing a bottle as fast as she can swallow as she tells Picard to fuck off with his plan of finding Maddox. She has a large backlog of coast to coast to catch up on, but she did find him a ship, complete with pilot. Jean-Luc heads home to pack. At the reclamation base, a familiar face is escorting Soji to the Romulan Insane Asylum where they house the ex-Borg Romulans called the Disordered. Hugh, who has gotten rid of most of his Borg accessories but needs a much better plastic surgeon, introduces Soji to Ramda, mysterious Romulan fortune teller who plays a fancy version of Triaminos. She asks about how Soji's sister is doing, and then declares Soji the destroyer and tries to pull a Mars android stunt. Soji heads back to her room and makes a call to her mom, who bores her so much with tales of her sister that she passes out. Later, Narek comes by for some sexy times, and after he leaves, is intercepted by his sister who seems to be more than a little jealous. Meanwhile, Picard is beamed aboard his commissioned ship and talks with Captain Rios who is having some minor surgery to remove a poor decision. Rios was XO of a super-secret Starfleet ship that was scrubbed from the record book, but somehow JL seems to know about it. JL does his personality profile thing on Rios, who is having none of that shit, and tells him to either hire him or pound sand. Later, Jaban has brought some road snacks for JL when a Jat Vash hit squad attacks and is brought down by bottles of wine and the Second Amendment. Jurati shows up to take out the last assassin like a boss and reveals that Commodoro came stalking around the Daystrom Institute like the MIB asking about her meeting with Picard. She requests to go on his top secret mission with him, and he says sure, why not? Laris and Jaban interrogate the last Jat Vash goon who yells at them that Soji is the destroyer and then does the acid spitting thing at Jaban. Jaban, being Tal Shear, sheds his anti-acid spit jacket while the goon disintegrates. JL and Jurati beam up to the La Sirena where Rafi has decided to hitch a ride. She reveals that she knows where Maddox is, some galactic Las Vegas called Free Cloud. Rafi scolds JL for not betting Jurati, Rio scolds the children for fighting, and roll it took three episodes to finally hear Picard say engage credits. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. came a little when I heard that. <laughs> Did you? Well, Engage. they they, they kind of teased it a little bit at the end, didn't they? He was just kind of paused just that little bit yeah. just to just to fuck I with was, you. Is he gonna I say was it? expecting it to like 
cut out right there and then like engage <laughs> in the next one. Oh, that would have sucked. <laughs> yep. I think I was screaming at my television, just fucking say it. <laughs> I think there were a so lot of people go, that were actually know. screaming we? at their television saying, just should fucking say it? it. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so we have finally, finally gotten to a decent stopping point in the series. This is, this feels like an actual end of an episode on this episode because the previous two episodes just kind of, you know, hung you out to dry. And of course, that's because all three of these episodes were originally one long premiere. Well, yeah, I've read several articles that say, hey, look, if you're going to watch Picard, you should probably just wait until the first three episodes are out. Of course, these articles were released this week, which means that if you really, really wanted to watch Picard, you didn't know that you were supposed to just wait until all three were released and watch them as one giant episode. Right. Yeah, it was a dumb decision by CBS to do this. In my opinion, I don't care how long the series is. What is it, 10 episodes? 10 episodes. Well, it's 10 episodes with the first episode broken into three. It would have been eight otherwise. Right. So they should have done an eight episode season with a, and have the first, yeah, the first episode be two hours long. Yeah. With a two a, hour premiere. Hour and, I'm perfectly yeah. fine with that. And the next fucking episodes better be an hour long. This 40 minute bullshit, like I've said they before. It won't. Why do, you, why do you say that, Rob? Why do you crush my hopes? Because I just have a sneaking suspicion. Well, okay, but why? Well, uh, I, you know, looking at the expanse, um, it was only 40-something minutes long. Uh, Discovery wasn't all an hour long. There were quite a few of them that were only like 49 minutes or so. So I'm, I'm thinking they're going to go for that sweet spot again. But The Expanse was like a 12-episode season. Not 10. It was 10 episodes. Was it 10 this season. episode? Yep. Yeah, I just finished watching it. You just finished watching that? Uh, dude, I got to wait for the are wife. You? Uh, I'm not behind. I just finished watching season four. Had to wait for the wife because she likes to watch it. Um, If it makes you feel any better, I reread the first book and just finished season one again. Okay. Well, it doesn't, but I I mean, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm not very happy. Real quick. I'll be back later. Sure. Uh, I'm uh, good luck to you. Hope you uh, don't die. Thank you. Uh, I'm a little upset that that the episodes are so so short. I'm hoping that these episodes, like you said, are an hour long. Uh, This whole three episodes that should have been one long episode bullshit. Here's the the good thing about this is, is that next season we won't have to go through this pain, right? That's the, that's the only uh, upside to this. Uh, The downside is, uh, is that we had to go through it, but I think this episode out, out of the first two, the first one, I was super excited about, and so I made that might be skewed a little bit on how good it was. I think this one was probably the best out of the two previous. Out of all three, this was the this was the best. Uh, I don't know. I think I like the first episode the best out of all three of these. Still, I, I'm I mean, they're all three to... really good episodes. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I liked yes. one and three. Oh, I did too. I thought two was a little little slow. But uh, one and three are definitely the best. I like this one a little more because I'm trying to offset my excitement for just Picard coming back from that with that first episode. Yeah, I mean, and that may be biasing my opinion on that first episode as well. I just, I, I, I still, 
even even trying to account for the the Picard is back bias. I I think I still like that first episode the best. Well, I think when you take into into account pacing of the episode, like that first episode, it just it was very slow, and then it got really fast with the, with the action, and then it got really slow again. Yeah, it brought you to uh, a, the, a, a nice climax, and then and then kind of tapered it off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> look, whatever is that you, normal look, for you? <laughs> right, I don't need to know your strategy kind of, at the goddamn bus station giving out handy. I don't kind care. Of show are we talking about? I know, now? right? I don't care. What I'm saying is, is then the, and then it slowed down a lot in the second episode, like a lot. Yeah, I did. And then this. Well, we did this have that episode, whole Mars thing in the second one. Yeah, but that, that's that how it right started. at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. And then it was just slow after that. Yeah, I mean, so what I, you're saying is it climaxed too early. <laughs> 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 premature climax, yeah. A little a little premature climax, right. But then they, this that. episode brought it back, I think, where the pacing was a lot better than even in the first episode, where there was a good mix of action. There was a good mix of excitement and tension. Uh, and then it introduced uh, who I think is probably the most interesting character in uh, in Picard, other than Picard, and that's uh, Captain Rios. Yeah, so Captain Rios, he is a he's an interesting character. Supposedly, he's an ex Starfleet officer. Uh, he was a executive officer on a starship, and I can't remember the starship's name. Uh, that's supposedly You're not supposed to. yeah, that was supposedly yeah, scrubbed exist. from the Starfleet records Correct. because it was super secret. And a lot too. of. We got a lot of super secret stuff. I know. It's the man. Pegasus 2. You think it's the Pegasus 2? No. Pegasus 2. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Starfleet, again, so it's just Starfleet doing shit that Starfleet would never have done. Ever. Like, they started retconning this bullshit in Enterprise. And I didn't really mind it when they really dove into Section 31. And even before that, it was Deep Space Nine. You got a lot of Section one, uh, Section 31 bullshit. Right? But... It worked with the characters, especially Dr. Bashir and uh, Garrick. It, it it worked in Deep Space Nine for that reason. Uh, it kind of worked a little bit in Enterprise and then in Discovery, like they just like, let's just take this whole fucking Section 31 thing off the fucking rails. <laughs> like let's Starfleet is bad. Uh, everything that Starfleet stands for is bad because the only way Starfleet can stand for all of this stuff is if we have this organization that does shit that Starfleet would never do. And technically they're Starfleet, but technically they're not Starfleet. And that's how they can get away with it. It's just, it's so predictable on so many levels. Yeah. So little research on the fly. Uh, Ibn Majid was the uh, ship that doesn't exist. Okay. Ibn oh, Majid. Nice. Sounds good. Oh, Majid. Yeah. That, you don't care. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but, but Rios, but no, uh, Rios is, is the most interesting character, right? Because and a little vain, like or his captain died. Well, for sure he's narcissistic, but he's. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I like that because <laughs> and here's because why. You are. Because I am number one, of course. But number two, Kirk was narcissistic. That was the whole thing about Kirk. Janeway was had a little bit of Kirk in her. Picard doesn't. Picard was never Kirk. He, he was never Kirk. Kirk was William T. Riker. And so they give him, they give Picard the Kirk character in the form of Rios. Right. Yeah. So I I dig it. I think it's a I think it's great. 
you get this guy, you have no idea what's going on other than he's kind of lost himself after this accident where his captain dies and the, the ship has been scrubbed from history. And we don't know why. And there's a lot of mystery behind him and who he is. But you can obviously tell that he's William fucking Riker slash William or James T. Kirk because he's sitting there smoking a stogie yeah. and fucking drinking yeah. with a goddamn piece of shrapnel in his shoulder like nothing's going on. Like he doesn't give up. Fuck. So question to you two, what makes you, and, and this is great that you brought up this, this narcissistic side of him or what you perceive as a narcissistic side of him is, is that what, what makes you think he's a narcissist? Uh, the emergency medical hologram and navigation hologram looks like him. Okay, perfect. Yes. What if he's also a hologram? Oh shit, dude. He's not. Wait. Why would he be a hologram? He's he not a hologram a unless he doesn't know. He, right. Right. He had, that's he, what I'm saying. What if, shoulder, what unless if, he doesn't know. Yeah. That's, that's my point. What if he doesn't know he's a hologram for whatever reason? I think that's a little far-fetched for Star Trek. Yeah. It might be. And I, I, I may be wrong, but I mean, let's, well, let's, and, let's fall down this rabbit hole a little bit. Ra- so Rafi, Rafi knows him. Yeah. Rafi knows well, him. That's, Rafi that's knows where I him, sure. the disconnect. Well, Rafi wouldn't. Okay, look. I think this is all going to be that shit crazy, but she's not <laughs> that bad shit. Crazy. But we don't know how she knows him yet. Be... Hey, I know this completely autonomous um, ship that you. But can let's hire. let's let's explore this a little bit. So okay, let's do the it. current Rios <laughs> is a hologram, but he's based off of an actual Rios that didn't make it through that explosion that took out his captain. Okay, so who who did this? Who, who built created him? I don't know. I'm just saying. And for what? 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 And for what end? I don't know. Right. I don't buy it. I don't. I don't think it's a nice thought. It's a nice little plot twist that you've come up with here, Jason. Da, da, da. However, in in the grand scheme of things, in Picard, it would add little to the story. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> it's all going to be moot the first time he goes on an away mission. Yeah. If Unless he goes on an away mission, emitter. I mean that's his ship. Is he going to leave his ship? Well, he had obviously left his ship to get shrapnel in his shoulder at some point, or that's where he starts out. Maybe that shrapnel came from, or is how his hologram started. Maybe that's shrapnel from the original explosion that took him and his captain out. So, are you saying that that? The uh, drinking was a hologram as well because the EMH never drank. He never ate because he didn't need to. He didn't even try to. Like they had fooled around with, if I remember right, on on Voyager, not my strongest uh, of Star Trek series. I got you. They had fooled around with him in uh, like trying to, to look like he was eating holographic food. But if that's the case, he had offered... Picard whiskey or bourbon or whatever the fuck it was that he was uh, drinking. Mm-hmm. And Picard said, no, thanks. So he wouldn't have done that had it been holographic because if, if did we Picard actually see taken, him he would drink anything, we saw him throw some whiskey on his shoulder. I poured it in a glass. I don't, I, I thought for sure he took a sip, didn't he? I don't remember him taking a sip. I might be wrong, but I don't remember him actually drinking anything. Sicky McSickens. Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember him actually sipping anything. No. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, I do think he was drinking something when the ENH came in. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think he was too. And he's smoking a stogie. And Man, Picard's a not stogie. a dumb. Uh, Picard's not a dumb guy. If that stogie's lit, he's gonna smell it. And if he sees that it's lit and he doesn't smell it, he's gonna immediately know that he's a hologram and call him on it. Maybe they have smell of vision. Well, but I mean, he could <laughs> he could have a lit cigar and not actually be smoking it. I don't know if you know a lot about cigars, but it would only yeah. stay lit for about a minute and a half, two minutes. It's not like these things are designed to just burn when you're not smoking. It's not a it's not a cig- cigarette there, Marge shot. It, <laughs> just, it is a. So you it, don't know that could be a, some kind of new Federation cigar. You don't know what was happening in the 24th century. I, well, I was just happy to see that the FDA didn't uh, completely wipe out cigars in the future. So, <laughs> yes, you are still welcome in the future. <laughs> I am. I will be welcome on open arms uh, uh, on a ship that may or may not be piloted by a hologram. Who knows? Now, the only reason I say this is because the emergency holograms seem to be kind of different personalities of his. So the ENH is kind of fanboyish all over Picard, whereas Rios himself is is cool and and kind of you know he's he's playing it cool. The EMH well, is the is, hologram. The ENH who was fanboying over Picard was telling uh, Rios, the real Rios, supposedly. That he was fanboying over Picard because he knows him, because he is him. So he knows that he's he's fanboying over Picard and he's a little bit starstruck and he's a little bit awestruck and he's a little bit uh, like a little schoolboy next to his his idol, uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, and, and, that's my And point. that makes sense. Well, that's what, yeah. So that makes sense if he programmed him to be uh, based on his personality. Maybe. So so the ENH and the EMH would both know him intimately. And I don't mean that in a sexual way, Rob. <laughs> I, I was just wondering when they were going to show the climax. Hey, it, it gets lonely on that <laughs> ship, you know, any port in a storm, right? Any port in a storm. Yeah. So what do you think of the ship? I think the ship, like, let's talk about that real quick. I thought the ship looked kind of cool. The ship looks cool. It yeah. looks like it, looks cool. it, it doesn't look like anything the Federation built. I no. I like the controls. I I thought that was kind of a cool um, way to futurize it. You know, as far as it being holographic controls instead of the L car system, right? Well, I you think know, you have to, to. Here's the thing with Star Trek, right? Is that technology always goes forward, uh, and it, they have to make it look like it's going forward. And so when you had Star Trek 2009, and they redid the bridge. They couldn't make the bridge look like it did in uh, uh, 2000 uh, or in 1960s, right? When the when the show right. first aired, because we and have so that you, kind of shit right now, right? And so when you did, Where's dis- our when you had dis- damn it, right? So when you had Discovery, they had to make it look different, uh, and they tried to explain it how it looks different. But then it's funny because you see, you saw the uh, the the bridge of the Enterprise at one point on Discovery se- season two, and even that looks. The same, but it looks uh, different enough, futuristic enough. You know, and so, they yeah. did bring up the you know in Discovery they have the whole holographic they, um, right. They have the holographic uh, comms, communi- comms, and and uh, Pike says we're getting rid of that shit, right? Uh, because be and it happened all because of what happened during the season. We're not going to give you spoilers, Jason. You're just going to have to go watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Spoil it's away. Really good. It's really <laughs> go good. watch. Go watch it. Second season, so good. Anyway, so yeah, so they, so it makes sense that now instead of 
uh, touch screens that you would see. And you even had a little bit of that in Enterprise where Star Trek Enterprise had some touch screen stuff going on and, and flat panels. Uh, now you've got, it's basically, uh, what, what's that movie? Minority Report. Right. Basically, it's the Minority it's just, Report. It's gestures. It's what? Gestures. Sorry. I cried yeah, gestures. a little bit. No, you're fine. No, you were, yeah. I didn't know if you were choking on a dick or what. It sounded a like you had in your mouth. Okay. A little bit of little column, column A, a little bit of column, column B. B. <laughs> yeah. Maybe column C. A whole know. lot of column C. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Rinse. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so it's the Minority Report. It looks really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, are we going to, like, where do you want to start with this episode now that we've talked about Rios? Do you want to jump into the Borg and the Romulan bullshit? Let's talk so, about let's talk about Rafi and Picard and their relationship. So I think Rafi is probably my least favorite character so far. She's well, they so haven't fucking shown cliche. Much. Well, I mean, they, they've shown quite a bit, but her character is so off the wall. I mean, she, she loves Picard, and then two seconds later, she fucking hates Picard, and then she loves him again, and then she hates him again. And it's not even his fault. Right. Like, she got fired immediately after he resigned. Right. And I don't know how you get fired in Starfleet. Usually it's, you're, <laughs> you know, turning your, you know, you're getting court-martialed or tender your resignation or we're gonna we're going to uh, uh, reassign. Well, you. okay. So I, right. So, so here's my thought. Here's my thought. Uh, you know, uh, when they did the flashback, she was kind of talking about um, there being Romulans or whatever mm-hmm. in 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 Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she had made bad blood there, and the only reason why she was still around was because. Picard had asked for her directly. Right. Um, you know, even he dismissed her that that, that kind of shit was happening. Well, Picard so the does he like resigned, pet projects. Yeah, but the minute he resigned, he turned in his resignation. They drummed her out of Starfleet. Right. They they shipped her shit. Her her kicked her out. You know, showed yeah. her ass the door. Um, and I, I and I think it has to do with the fact that um, you know the Zotvash or whoever was covering their ass. Um, you know, they can't just. Well, I don't think she knew about the Zatvaj at that point. I no, think no, it was no, probably no, Tal Shiar. I don't think she did. Yeah, she Tal thought it was Shiar, Tal Shiar yeah. who was infiltrating Starfleet. Right, and she but, wasn't obviously. And, she wasn't wrong. No, right, and I. But I think they were covering their butt, and you know, because they can't just straight up kill her, you know, because you know that'd be look way too suspicious. It's not subtle, right? Right. It, it, suddenly, the person who's saying, "Hey, hey, hey," there are so, Romulans in Starfleet goes dead. Yeah. I mean, you start looking at the Clintons really hard. I mean, you start oh looking my God. at you start looking at, 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 at what she was saying a little bit more closely, for sure. Yeah, right. she had evidence, she said, that the Tal Shiar had uh, infiltrated the, the Starfleet and the Federation. And even with everything that Picard has seen in the present day, or, you know. He doesn't believe yeah, her. Yeah, he still doesn't believe her, which is weird because, you know. He's been attacked how many times now by the Zotvash? And, uh, you know, I'm sure that Laris and uh, Zabon have probably told him, yeah, we infiltrated the Federation. Not only Picard he- likes these these pet projects, though. He likes these. He likes to give people a second chance. He's he always the, like yes. that. Yeah, he likes the. the yeah. The, he likes being yeah. the one to turn them into the model officer. Yeah. And, and so he sees the potential in Rafi. And here's the thing with he, he, 
here's the thing where like I did I did not try sure like this because you're right she is a cliche and it's very predictable as a character right like oh woe is me I am the victim instead of her reaching out to Picard she blames Picard for not reaching out to her and she's not wrong there so for the last what 14 years mm-hmm. Picard had shut himself away and he didn't reach out to anybody it sounds like if he was super close with with Rafi at the time and he didn't reach out to her he didn't reach out to anybody he stayed in his chateau he didn't reach out to any of the former crew he didn't reach out to any of his former friends, nobody. Yeah. And so I get where they were trying to go with that. But well, that's, he was too busy dreaming about data. Well, Picard was a private man for the for all seven seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation. And when all good things aired, it changed to where he realized he was friends and even family with his, uh, with his um, bridge crew. And so he went and he sat down and he played poker. And that was supposed to be how, like, the change in Picard. And you saw that in the movies, right? He got very close with Data. He was in, uh, uh, he officiated uh, Riker and Troy's wedding. All of these things, you know, where Wait, he I was. I thought it was Data that did that. No, he did. No, uh, no, Data sang. Yeah, Data was the, was the uh, DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Uh, you have he, all these. He officiated it, and then and then made him walk the plank, and then Data pushed. Uh, no, right. Uh, Worf, that was not. Yeah. That was the. That was Worf's uh, uh, promotion ceremony. Oh, that's what that. Was. Okay. Yeah, different movie. Sorry. That's all right. That's the. That's how generation starts. Is yeah. right. Is on the hollow deck, and they're doing that. This that's was. Right. That's right. This was Nemesis. Yeah. This was the one yeah. where Data died. Right. Right. So you see him get close with these people. And then after this this monumental shift in his life where all of a sudden Starfleet's the bad guy and they're not doing what he thinks is the right thing and he resigns in protest, instead of leaning on his family, he again, once again, goes back to being that private guy that he was at the beginning for the first, for the entirety of the television show. And I just don't know how accurate that is because at this point, he's been a different man longer than he was the original private guy, right? I think so. I, the betrayal of Starfleet by accepting his uh, resignation crushed him. I think that that damaged him more than anything anything that the Borg did to him. Yeah, and that, he, did, he didn't think they would do it. Yeah, and that probably put him into hermitage. I mean, so he, him and Rafi are both acting like hermits up until this point. But, but there's a big dichotomy between the two of them. So Picard lives in luxury. And even in a utopia, she did, she is not. Well, but she is not living in luxury. But at the same time, she's a drug addict. Yeah. And, <laughs> so, and, and that goes you know. to the, the duality symbolism that they've shown throughout this, this series so far. And we even get more duality with, uh, with Soji and, and talking about the uh, disordered. Uh, the the Romulans that were former Borg. There's there's a lot of of duality. There's a lot of the two sides of the same coin going on in this series. Yeah. Um, I, for so sure. from now on, um, we can no longer refer to her as Soji. Um, oh yeah, she's she's other Dodge. <laughs> they officially made other Dodge canon yeah, yeah. because Doctor Girardi said it. Yeah. So I just I said I as soon as I heard that I was like, dude, I called it. 
I just other dodge. Oh, okay. Yeah, I other said dodge. other dodge other on dodge episode now. one. Yeah. So from now on, it's other dodge. <laughs> Here was the other big thing with this episode was Hugh. We finally got he to is see a sketchy Hugh. motherfucker. Yeah, right he's now. looking he a little not creepy, a sketchy motherfucker. Jesus he is Christ, a sketchy motherfucker. You too. Number I one, think, I think he knows. No, he doesn't know. Oh, Commodore O is Zotvash, and fucking Hugh is I not know sketchy. That Commodore O is Zotvash. Oh, Commodore O is so Zotvash. I don't. In think fact, so. I oh. think the doctor is Zotvash. What the fuck's her name? Girardi. Girardi. No. No, I don't think yeah. she is. No. I know you could, but here's the thing. I no. think she is, and I think that she is uh, planted now on, no. on Picard's ship by Commodore no. O. Absolutely. No. no. All right. I might nope. be way wrong. Now, and if I, I am, can see the doctor being another set of synths. Oh, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't like that. No. You don't think so? No, I can't. No, I don't no. think so. I think she is what she says she is. I hope I hope that that's the case, but I'd also be okay if she's a spy. I don't know. I, I so I can see her as a spy. Uh, they're they're certainly kind of leading you that way. She gets a uh, she gets she, she gets a visit from O. Let's see if I can spit this out of my fucking mouth. She gets a visit from O. <laughs> Are you getting gunnery? Of the <laughs> I guess so. It's yeah. coming through the fucking mic. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Last time I fucking That's kiss you longingly. Over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to puke. <laughs> so she gets a visit from O, and then suddenly she shows up at, at uh, Picard's house and shoots the last Romulan uh, hit squad goon. Uh, that seems a little convenient to me. Yep. I thought the same thing. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, and then when she did the whole act of, that's the sun setting, right? Uh, I'm like, holy shit, she's overplaying this on purpose. Yeah. Because nobody on their right mind would write this. So I honestly think she is a spy. But then I started thinking, holy shit, is this fucking series making me paranoid about every fucking character they put on the screen? Is this nothing I but a goddamn point, conspiracy though, right? theory in this entire fucking show? It's like Alex Jones wrote this oh, show. Oh, God dig it. damn it. Like, Why did you your fucking, fucking mention that douche <laughs> nozzle's name? Get out your fucking tinfoil hats, motherfuckers, because this show is crazy pants, and I love it. It does make you think that there's a conspiracy around every corner. When the, when the Romulans have infiltrated such a high level of Starfleet to, to basically get, uh, to, to get control of Starfleet security, like, holy fuck, man. You don't know who who to trust and who not to trust, and so I I, I like that. I like that this is kind of spyish that they're they're kind of doing that. Uh, it's a mystery kind yeah. of deal. I mean, that goes back to the whole Clinton Dix thing. Uh, uh, was that the name Why of the uh, of the detective? That Picard oh yeah yeah um, it wasn't Clinton Dix. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Yeah, I don't think I'll they do a little research right on the fly while you finish. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I like that. I like that it, it makes you think uh, and it kind of has this big mystery around it. Like, who do you trust and who do you not trust? Dixon Hill. Like so we, Dixon Hill, that's it. So we don't know. I knew it was Dix was in there somewhere. <laughs> you knew there was Dix. Uh, I, I always it's know got when Dix in, it. in there. James is there. That's right. So I, I, I like that they, they, they bring that aspect because you still don't know uh, if the Borg, like what like you two are like, oh, Hugh, he's a skittish guy. I don't fucking like to trust this guy. I don't think he's, 
I don't think he's sketchy at all. I think he was on the up and up. He's the one that has taught other Dodge uh, to uh, treat these, these nameless Borg, which is a faction of Borg, the nameless, to treat them as if they are a person and to talk to them, even if when they are unconscious, because he says that they can hear her and they can yeah, understand see, he that. Doesn't, she's, he doesn't she's, react, though. But he's a Borg. Starts, no, but he doesn't why react. he's a fucking Borg. He doesn't react, though, to when she starts spewing out this stuff that she shouldn't know. Oh, he did. He absolutely did. He was like, wait, what? How do you know that? Yeah. He even said, how do you know well, that? Well, he said, you're kind of so a know-it-all, aren't you? <laughs> well, that was something else. That was, that was yeah, because she was, do- but this was when she was talking to Ramda, uh, the crazy Romulan from the Borg. And we'll talk about the crazy Romulans from the Borg here in just a second. But she was talking to her and she's like, you were from this certain ship and this you you were, you know, assimilated on this date and you knew this. And she's like, she had no idea how she knew that, but she kept saying all these things that were obviously classified. And he was like, how do you know that? So he reacted. He certainly reacted, but again, he's a Borg. Like he's, we, we know he's been, uh, uh, cut off from the collective for what? 20 years, 25 years. Something like that. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, he's still, I mean, even, uh, what's her nuts? Seven to nine. She, uh, she she never showed emotion on yeah, Voyager she did towards the end. Well, kind of towards the end, yeah. So we'll see. I Her think he showed emotion. I just think it it's out. very. I think it's very measured. I think he was a very measured character. I don't know. I so I, I don't think he's I sketchy. still think okay. So I think other Dodge is kind of being manipulated by various different forces, and I think he is one of those forces that is trying to manipulate other Dodge to his own ends. I think he's got think, ulterior so you think motives. He knows, huh? So you think he knows? I think he knows something. A- and I think he's using other Dodge to find out more. I think he knows that she's different. I think he knows that she's not human. He may even know that she's a biological synth. And I think he's trying to get more information through her. Mm, I don't. I, I. If he does, he just noticed. Which I, I think that he, like... Seven to nine was always able to pick up on stuff, right? Because still had the the Borg nanoprobes in her brain, right. which you know jumped it, you know jumped up her intellect. I think it's the same for him. So I think he's picking up that she's different. I don't think he's manipulating her, and I think he certainly thinks something is up now that she had all this classified information that he knows she shouldn't have known. So I think he knows something's up, but I don't think he's trying to manipulate her. Now I do believe that she's getting manipulated by Maddox via. A hollow call with her mom. Yep, that was going to be right? one of my questions. Was who is mom? Uh, that's Maddox, uh, dude. That that is some uh, hallucination thing. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's her in her head when she calls mom. Yeah, I, but think I think it's, it's all Maddox. in her head. But who is who's behind mom? Is it Data? Maddox. Is it Maddox? I think it's Maddox. Yes, it's it's Data. Well, I mean, it could be an echo of Data. Data's if, dead. If, Data's if she dead. was created from one of Data's <sighs> neurons, he could be kind of still living inside her brain. I don't disagree with that assessment. I don't. But I'm afraid that they've used Data in the first episode uh, to kind of get people going down that road. Like, I think they want you to think that Data's still out there. I don't think he's out there. I don't think he is uh, uh, sentient. I don't think that he is 
pulling the strings from from within the machine, so to speak. I don't think he's the ghost inside the ghost in the machine. I think that it's Maddox. I think it's Maddox. I think it's his programming. I think that when they feel stressed, they are programmed to call mom. And then it downloads whatever he needs to download into them to get them to calm down and then give them information. I can see or, that. Or it could be like uh, it could be like uh, Black Widow and Hulk, you know, where it's uh, call mom Son's, as a trigger to right. run a routine. Son's getting low there, big guy. And, yeah, right. And it calms them down. Yeah. So I, I think it's something like Maybe, that. I don't. I, so I think because Data ahead. went schizo. Uh, when he first got his emotion chip because he didn't know how to handle all that stuff. Maybe this is that. Uh, maybe that's the fail safe. Well, I, he went, there was a couple of, of times Data went schizo because of the emotion chip. The first is right. when he put the emotion chip in that wasn't, uh, that Lore gave him. Right. That I'm not wasn't that one. That yeah, one which was, wasn't uh, meant tempered. for him. Yeah, yeah. That one was tempered. tempered. Uh, the other one, yeah, you're right. It was just, he, he was still trying to get a grasp on emotions. Right. Yeah. And maybe this is a way to keep them from From going out. full Data. Yeah. Right. Or full, but I mean, full lore, technically, I guess. Well, yeah. I, well, I know, because full data would have been when he first got him. Remember, he was scared. He wouldn't shoot. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't. Yeah. He didn't want to do, you know, and then uh, he, he was the first person always, to swear in Star Trek. I always thought that that was a cool. Uh, <laughs> he was the first person to say, oh, shit, I think it's Star Trek. Huh. I, I always thought that was cool, though, when uh, when he was when he was told, uh, turn off your emotion chip and he just. Twitches his head and it's all rock and right. roll business at that point. Oh yep. like, man, that is that was a cool thing to do. So it was good yeah. writing. Ugh. It was good writing, but everything and I think the next generation always had good writers. And so far, I'm impressed with the writing in 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 this show, uh, except for when it comes to what they're doing with the Romulans and how they're trying to retcon them. Yeah, and speaking of the Romulans, uh, we get an explanation for a question that I had last episode, which was Northern. What Romulus. was the difference between the Romulans with the foreheads and the ones without? And it seems that the Northern Romulans have that forehead crest on them. Yep, yep, yep. I actually wrote that down. I was like, "Hey, this answers Jason's question." Yep. <laughs> uh, also, speaking Ask, of you uh, Southern Romulans, um. Do you get some uh, Lannister vibes from Narek and his sister? <laughs> yeah, you know, Southern. Yeah. Every time they're on screen together, you kind of hear some banjo music. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just waiting for uh, one of the Stark kids to get pushed out of window. <laughs> Which one's getting pushed off the... Yeah. Uh, uh, the other okay. Dodge will walk in so, on him. I'm glad you brought that up, though. Well, not that particularly, but how how do disguises work in this setting? I mean, she had rounded ears, so I was thinking it was something surgical. But then she shows up with pointy ears, like it was something. They did that all the time in the Next Generation. All the time. Oh yeah, Uh, Picard and Data were surgically altered to look like Romulans when they went to Romulus to find Spock, and then when they got back, they were immediately, you know. Transformed yeah. back. I Anna mean, Troy was it, it a was Romulan. A, uh, Riker yeah, was, was some weird alien that was thrown into an asylum. I yep. thought that was all like space prosthetics. No, those, no that was that surgery. Was space surgery. <laughs> that was space plastic surgery, man. Okay. Yeah, that was Beverly Crusher's work. Man. I yeah, so that's not, that's not unheard anymore. of. Yeah, no, that's not unheard of. Espionage in the uh, 24th century. Or is it 25th century now? Pretty sophisticated. They, you don't yeah, see it's any pretty scars or anything like that. 
I need so, a thermal regenerator. That's why I was right. saying Hugh needs a better plastic surgeon because he's got scars yeah. all around his Borg implant where it was on his eye and his face. But you know what? If I was Borg and I was freed from the Borg uh, and I had my individual individuality back, I would want to keep those scars as a reminder of who, who I was. Yeah, but would you want to keep those scars as a reminder of who you the the trauma was, that yes that's what he shut just up said. is it going to get trauma that he, you went through as here. you were assimilated i mean Look, that just there's only one question there's, there's only one question here man and it's the same question that rios asked himself before he said get that fucking dermal regenerator out of here are these scars gonna get me laid oh so you think it's a you think hugh's looking Looking oh, at his leg. Okay. Scars nameless. are cool. Oh, yeah. That's Chicks what he's doing. Scars. He's trying to gotcha. get a nameless. Chicks dig scars. That's right. Yeah. He Pain is temporary and chicks dig scars. <laughs> Thanks, Keanu Reeves. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, we still have a change.org petition out there for Keanu Reeves Day. <laughs> wow. May 21st, wow, 2021. The show. Go out there and sign it. Always been fucking pimping that shit hard. Uh, wow. All right. So let's talk about this retcon, right? I, I don't like this retcon where the Borg... Uh, the uh, the freed Romulans from the Borg go insane. I don't like I it. I think it's a major. Uh, I think it's a major part of the plot. I think I, it. I, I, I think agree, it, but I don't like it. It's a retcon. What? Why do they? I go, don't know that it's necessarily why is it a retcon? retcon. And why is it going? In yeah, the why? in the in the uh, Star Trek Voyager episode Unity, there was a freed Romulan Borg. So he didn't go nuts. He wasn't out there uh, fucking <laughs> playing, what uh, uh, are those cards that the mystics use, the psychics? Tarot. Bullshit. What are those? Tarot, tarot, tarot cards. cards. Thank you. Yeah. He, he wasn't, you know, using tarot cards. He wasn't uh, uh, walking around eating pudding or whatever the fuck they were <laughs> giving these people <laughs> that were obviously insane. So, no, it's a fucking huge retcon, and I hate it. I I absolutely hate it because if they're going to turn, look, if they go one direction with this, where the Romulans are the cause of the Borg, fine. Okay. I would have rather been tied it in with V'ger, but whatever. I'd be okay with that. Fine. But if they turn this into another direction where the Romulans as a race are synths and there's none of them, not, like, fuck that. Fuck this bullshit. I'm out. I think it's. I think that would be a, a, a disservice to all of the Romulans who came before them, including the guy who played Sarek, who played the first Romulan in uh, uh, TOS. And then it begs the question: If their synths are the fucking Vulcan synths, is that what they're trying to do? Well, Vulcans have always been synths because the Vulcans and the Romulans are related. Well, they and have a common ancestor. Supposedly, the Vulcans and the Romulans are also related to the humans and the Klingons and the Cardassians and the well, Bajorans. Well, yeah, that was a, that was a, off of well, the, yeah. Okay, but what I'm saying, okay, thank you for being pedantic. No, no, no. Of course, I, that I, was a thing. That was an episode. That was an episode of TNG where they were all looking for this thing. They thought it was a weapon, and it wasn't. It was a message from the singular race who looked oddly like the founders in the Delta Quadrant. Uh, who had spread their genetic seed throughout the galaxy. Right. Okay, so good for them. That's why everybody looks the same. But what I'm saying is, is that the Romulans and the Vulcans are essentially the same race, just with eons of different evolution on different planets because uh, they're, uh, uh, I don't remember the name of the Vulcan who tamed the rest of the Vulcans, 
because they were a savage people like the Romulans. And there were a faction of Vulcans who decided they didn't want to follow the teachings of this new guy who was teaching logic and enlightenment and nonviolence. And so they left Vulcan and went to Romulus and started the Romulan culture. And that's the difference. They have a common, and I mean this in the very literal sense of the word, not just through the genes that uh, the, the space semen that these people had, <laughs> had left. Damn, this show. Right. It is, they have a literal common ancestor. Yeah, the, it so, was Surak. Surak, thank you. The teachings of Surak, thank you. I, how did I fucking re- forget Surak? So regardless, like, if if the Romulans are synths, that then means that the Vulcans are synths. Yeah, unless they so, unless they say something different, like the, the Romulans didn't actually come from the Vulcans or the Vulcans built the Romulans. But why would the Vulcans build the Romulans? Which would be a weird thing to do if the Vulcans built the Romulans, because if the Vulcans were pacifists, which they are, right? Even though oh, Enterprise kind of paints them as not pacifists. So we've been talking. What if they built them? What if they built them as as bodyguards? Yeah. So we're we're talking about duality throughout this uh, series, like um, you know, same different sides of the same coin. So if the Vulcans built the Romulans and then the Romulans, you know, gained sentience and rebelled and left, is that happening the same way with uh, with with humans and their androids? Maybe the Zotvash is, is why the Romulans are are trying right? to put the kibosh. Maybe on the Zotvash is trying to keep history from repeating itself. I don't think so. I, I like that's an interesting take. It's an interesting theory. I, I just don't think that's it. I think it's they created the Borg and they're trying to keep it a secret. Maybe. Although they say that the Zodvash, didn't they say the Zodvash has been around like in forever? Yeah, they said they've, I mean, been around for thousands of years. So it'd be, they right. would have been around so what, close to when the Romulans split off from the Vulcans. Right. That, right. Because the Borg were way out there, right? The Borg were, Q had to bring the Borg to the, to, to the Alpha Quadrant. That, because they were yeah, so far from out, the Delta. So he brought them to the Alpha Quadrant and to show the Federation, to show Picard that there are things out here. You're going out here exploring, yeah. and there are things out here that you don't well, want. Well, but find. the Borg was already on the way to the Alpha Quadrant. Well, sure, but it was going to take for like it was going to take years to yeah. get there, and Q jumped that up. He moved that timetable up on purpose. Because they were in the Delta Quadrant. But it only takes 70 years to get from the Delta Delta Quadrant to the Alpha Quadrant anyway. But they weren't looking. But they weren't looking, right? As soon as they... The thing with the Borg was, if I remember my TNG right, is the thing with the Borg is they wanted uh, to assimilate technology and uh, add to their collective intelligence. They were wanting to create the perfect race. Through mass assimilation. Right. Through mass assimilation. And so they weren't really looking in the Alpha Quadrant until they found the Federation, which was technologically advanced, which then meant the Romulans and and uh, the Klingons and everyone in this sector of space, the Alpha and Beta Quadrants, were uh, technolo- technologically advanced. So then the Borg really started making their way out there because of Q. Thanks, Q. Right. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see which direction they take it. If they're synths, I don't know how I'm going to react to that. I really, really don't because I think it takes away from the culture. But at the same time, does it really? So I don't know. Maybe I just think it's stupid storytelling if that's the way they go with it. 
All right, final thoughts. This was the best episode out of the, out of all three, in my opinion. You finally get to see Picard go to space. Uh, you see how just how paranoid the Tal Shiar really are by how many weapons are laying around uh, Chateau Picard. <laughs> it is amazing. That fight scene, that that battle is amazing. It is two awesome. pistols under his desk. Right? I love it. Fucking Picard, man, going full Wild West on him. I love it because that shit Kirk would do. So I like to see that side of Picard uh, because there is such a dichotomy between these two iconic captains. And that's something Kirk would do is to have all these weapons laying around. And now Picard, who's in his 70s. Fucking, you just go into town with Romulans who you, are. You know, he's he's got to have something other than just an artificial heart because he took a beating. I know they he flipped him right the fuck over his desk. <laughs> I know, and he just he gets up and he starts fighting, dude. If I was seventy years old, I would have broken a hip <laughs> and been like, well, "Fuck it, I'm done." You know, the the uh, modern medicine of the twenty fourth century is either that or or it's just all the. You know the wine he's been drinking the last. Oh time. yeah, he's, he's probably just, pretty lit. He's probably not feeling yeah, any pain lit. right now. Yeah. Kind of like Jason last week. Yep. So yeah, that's my final thought. I really liked it. I, I did, loved the episode. I kind I, I just want to see where they're going with it, man. It's all about figuring out the mystery. Uh, I like who they. Uh, the, you know, they brought in the the Kirk character. So yeah, now I'm all about it, man. All right, Rob. Uh, I'm good. James. <laughs> Is this yes, more sir. sci-fi than 112263? Man, there were there's spaceships in this and actual science fiction and aliens and blasters and phasers and people with pointy ears. So no, it's and, not. And, and, and 112263 had a diner and a closet. Uh, yes, Star Trek Picard episode three, uh, more sci fi than 112263. <laughs> Why don't you lay a haiku on us, Rob? All right, this one, <clears throat> excuse me, this one is titled Rafi the Explorer. Rafi likes to smoke. Rafi might be paranoid. Vamanos, let's go. <laughs> Very nice. Good job. Very nice. Yeah. I, why didn't you do this one? My Batleth uh, kills all the threats to Picard. And he's like, <laughs> you're better than Yar. Damn right, I'm better than Yar. I could teach her, but she drowned in tar. Why Why did you not do that one? Because that wasn't a, that had too many syllables. <laughs> too many syllables. <laughs> But it is genius. So good. Yes, we it's haven't a, seen any uh, Klingons yet. So I'm going to keep that one for when oh, we do. Oh, yeah. So if, do you think we'll see any Klingons? I don't no. know. But if we do, I am going to put my bat with this better than Yar. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not on our Discord, you should definitely yes. uh, come to our Discord. I, I posted this last night. I found it on Facebook. It's hilarious. Uh, oh, there's always something going on in our Discord. There's also a portrait of... Uh, Corn Crowley on there. So definitely check out our I Discord. Don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Corn Crowley. Oh, no idea. Who's got awards? Yep. Yep. Rob, who's got your black lung? I gave it to Rafi for uh, smoking the snake root. All right. James? Oh, I would be remiss. I've, I, nay, I would be negligent in my duties if I didn't give this to Rios for smoking that 
fat stogie. Right. Yep. That's who's getting mine for smoking the fat stogie. James, who's got your head lush? Uh, I'm going to give this to Rios. For, every time we <laughs> saw him, he had fucking liquor in his hand. So it goes to Rios. Yep. That's who's getting mine. Rob, what about you? Um, I gave it to everyone in this episode except Picard because it seemed like everybody was getting something that Dr. Girardi was given a glass. I mean, it's like, so everybody had alcohol at some point in time, except for Picard. He never drank any. In fact, he flat out refused a drink. Well, he did. He did did have a glass of wine at the beginning, but I didn't see him drink from it. He picked it up like he was about to drink. And then Rafi said something and he put it back down. Right, right. So I don't think he ever did it. Yeah. It, and in fact, I think she took that bottle and uh, or that glass, poured it back in the bottle and took it with her. Uh, she probably just downed it and then left. I was going to say, probably yeah, she probably just too. downed it. Probably that too. All right, Rob, who's getting your player? Uh, my player is going to uh, Narek for, or for um, uh, you know, getting it on with other Dodge. All right, James? Oh, I was going to give and it to Narek's sister. Her. What's her name? Rizzo. 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 Yeah, I'm the giving it to ladies. Rizzo for trying to get it on with Narek. Nice. <laughs> so mine's going to go to Narek for not only uh, seducing and, and confessing love, whether it's real or not, to uh, other Dodge, but also uh, getting really intimately close to his sister. That's that's an interesting turn. I didn't see that one coming. That is something <laughs> that you find on Pornhub. You would know. Yeah. Yes, I would. <laughs> It's just weird that you find that on Pornhub. All right, James. Oh, yeah, look up, look up Narek and his sister. I don't God, want no. to look anything up yeah. on Pornhub. Thank you. James, who's got your uh, purple hippo? Uh, purple hippo I'm going to give to uh, Rafi because she was out of it once she started smoking that shit. Okay. Rob? It's going to other Dodge for calling mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Rafi's going to get my purple hippo as well for not only downing a bottle of wine, but also smoking the snake leaf. So I'm guessing it it, it makes it's you paranoid. Space weed. Yeah, space weed, I guess, just maybe. Space weed. I guess they didn't want to put actual marijuana there. Uh, who knows? You know what? This show would have taken a, a, a just a hard right turn if they would have cast Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is Rafi. <laughs> Uh, and then have his 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 crack smoking character on there. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's got it for this week. Uh, next week we will be talking some more Picard. Don't forget to go out there and sign our change.org petition. Uh, petition. 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 Our change.org petition. Where we uh, we demand a Keanu Reeves day be May twenty first, starting in twenty twenty one. We're not asking politely. This is not a suggestion. We are demanding, demanding a Keanu Reeves day. Absolutely. Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Pod crawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel, which is linked on our website at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. On Twitter at Citus underscore podcast, or you can email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com. If you want to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash status underscore podcast. And for this week, I'm Jason. Uh, I need uh, I need to get this dick out of my mouth. Throat, something. <laughs> it sounds 
Like you need God. a shot of penicillin in your throat is what it sounds like. Well, that's because it's he had the dick worse. in his throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. 